0: Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. We got a great show coming up for you. You know, it seems like news in the gambling world is coming out on a daily basis. And when I want to know what's happening in casinos and sports betting, I read John Brennan. John's been covering the sports business and betting scene in New York and New Jersey for a long time, and there's no better writer out there. And he just got back from the Global Gaming Expo in Las Vegas, so he's going to fill us in on the latest in the betting and casino world. You can read his outstanding articles on usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com, and I get the pleasure of interviewing him coming up next. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
3: And in prison in Philadelphia becomes the number one haunted attraction in America. Terror Behind the Walls at Eastern State Penitentiary presented by Luke Oil. With a new infirmary attraction for 2018. Are you brave enough to opt in for a more intense experience? You could be grabbed, sent into hidden passageways, and even separated from your group.
0: Save $10 with coupons from any Luke Oil location. TerrorBehindTheWalls.com TropicanaCasino.com. We're all about more chances to win, more fun, and more entertainment. Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code Radio15 and get fifteen dollars bonus money plus up to one hundred dollars real cash back. Enjoy your favorite slot and casino games, including Cleopatra, Wheel of Fortune, Monopoly, Blackjack, and many more. We've got more than two hundred games to enjoy, plus new rewarding promotions every week right here at TropicanaCasino.com. US twenty-one and okay, Jersey play. New patrons only. Terms and conditions apply. TropicanaCasino.com for details. Gambling problem? cold eight hundred gambler Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards with a great new offer from our friends at MyPillow. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep and alleviate your sore neck and back and all the special deals you can get through our show. Now, for a limited time, when you buy one MyPillow premium pillow, you can get a second one for free. That's right, free, when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. Head on over to MyPillow.com and click on the Buy One, Get One Free link. You can choose the size of each pillow and choose the fill of each one. You get the same 60-day money-back guarantee, the same 10-year warranty, and all my pillow pillows are made with their patented interlocking fill. That's the Buy One, Get One Free offer from MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. Don't forget to use our promo code CARDS when checking out to take advantage of this great new offer from MyPillow. That's promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. You're listening to the House of Cards.
2: Night, night, not thrilling, but Night.
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here. You know, it's always great talking to our next guest. Not only does he know everything about the world of casinos and sports betting, but he's one of the most talented journalists in the gambling industry today. Just back from the Global Gaming Expo in Vegas, or G2E as most people call it, from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com, John Brennan. John, thanks for coming on. Uh, Happy to be here. John, as I said, you just got back from G2E in Vegas. Uh, Is it safe to assume that sports betting was the hot topic during this year's conference?
1: Uh, Yeah, not only did did it dominate the conference, but uh, it sort of had its own subset of panels, and every panel I attended talked about New Jersey extensively, uh, a little more so than I even realized would happen. Uh, I thought it would kind of be, now that it's... uh, legal potentially in any state, you know, they've moved on from it. But they, every, every panelist seemed to uh, uh, give a sort of a shout out to New Jersey for being the one that changed the landscape.
0: You know, one of your great articles that you wrote from G2E on USBets.com was describing the American Gaming Association as taking a victory lap for their role in bringing sports betting to the states outside of Nevada. And I think you said on one person's uh, panel it was called an unadulterated victory, did the a g a say what their role is going forward with regard to sports betting
1: uh well they yeah, they had been kind of uh on the fence for a number of years and now they're they're clearly uh, set in the idea that uh uh they support uh, any state that uh, wants to do it um you know, to be clear the u s Supreme Court in May did not legalize sports betting per se in the United States; they just threw out the law that prevented states from making their own choices so um it's illegal in most states still. Um, it's by the Supreme Court ruling. But any state can change their mind. Of course, New Mexico just the other day uh, became the sixth state to allow it, and there are more states on the way. So, uh, you know, they're, they're just supportive of, of any state uh, having the opportunity to do this if they choose.
0: You know, one of the big issues when this came out was the uh, so-called integrity fees. Um, have you heard of any new developments or opinions with regard to integrity fees that the leagues wish to impose for sports betting?
1: Well, this is uh, something that uh, Major League Baseball and the NBA and the PGA Tour, which was actually not a party, the latter of the, uh, uh, the lawsuit that lasted seven years, um, those three are going around the country trying to get uh, one quarter of 1% uh, uh, of, of the revenue to to go to the leagues, and they're getting nowhere so far. They're over 6 uh, of course, they never had it in Nevada, and um, they took kind of a beating uh, out at G2E in Las <laughs> Vegas. for a, a uh, That was kind of a road game for them, given the, uh, the, the gaming industry audience. And um, they tried it again yesterday. Uh, they suggested in uh, Washington, D.C. and Illinois. And um, there's an outside chance that states like New York or Illinois might possibly throw something like that in there. And if they do, other states that aren't paying a lot of attention might say, oh, well, you know, we'll do what New York did or that sort of thing. But um, so far, they've had an uphill battle.
0: You know, I was interested in reading the response from G2E. I, th- I think you wrote about Kenny Gersh for uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, he said they were actually surprised that the operators pushed back on paying an integrity fee. Now, is that just posturing on the MLB's part, or were they really surprised that the betting operators don't want to pay them anything.
1: You know, that was very confusing just because there are so many high level uh, ways of of uh, getting data that uh, say Nevada casinos, for example, have had for you know twenty years. And you know, like a lot of the argument that the leagues have made, including in New Jersey, they got a favorable court ruling saying there'd be irreparable harm if New Jersey ever had legal sports betting, which is weird because Nevada has had it for 70 years. So um, the idea that the leagues are prospering while Nevada has legal sports betting, but God forbid if New Jersey ever added it, then the leagues would be ruined and no one would trust the integrity of the games and they'd tune out and the leagues would go out of business, um, it's kind of strange. But um, that's been the push. So that, that's, that's been their problem is that – um Nevada's uh, existence as a gambling state for so many years, and the league surviving in spite of it, or, or maybe because of it, um, has kind of muddled the issue. So I, I don't really know why the Major League Baseball executive was making that claim, because clearly they're not getting data from some guy in a garage watching on TV. <laughs> and there have been no no issues, no no scandals in Las Vegas of you know a better who claims that he won the the, the bet. Uh, even the in-play bet, but the you know the data doesn't support it. There's just no issue there.
0: Another thing that I was thinking of, I, I know the NBA did a deal with MGM, and the NHL Vegas Golden Knights did a deal with William Hill. Do these deals undercut the argument MLB was making at G2E that they should receive what they call a royalty for their data?
1: Well, it's interesting. Recently, a uh, Caesar's executive mentioned the MGM deal with the NBA and kind of mocked it a little bit, it seemed, and basically said that uh, MGM will make money on the deal on a different end, and it does appear that way. Because I, I was at that press conference in New York in June, and it was kind of confusing. So what is, what is MGM paying for, really? And mm-hmm. uh, it's possible what they're paying for is um, doing the NBA a favor by um, putting up some sort of money for something, um, and getting to put logos on the uh, on the listing of the games, which uh doesn 't seem to matter to anybody else in Las Vegas yeah. when they bet but um and so there's there's some other sort of partnership so i don't i don 't really understand why uh it 's worth it for a gambling operator to Pay money to the leagues for this data uh, even if it gets them to put logos on their website I don't see there's a big advantage.
0: Hold that thought and we'll be right back with more House of cards right after this quick break.
2: costing you in vet bills for that convenience of just pulling open a bag of the formulated
1: extruded processed cereal bits
2: that cost a ton of money anyways. <clears throat> How do you feed your dog to derive not only energy but a good coat, bright eyes, and a great <coughs> attitude? Come to Dynavite for help. D I N O V I T E dot com. I found
1: his raw meat diet on Dynavite.com. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and the Super Omega on top of it.
2: Try Super Omega fish oil. Buy two, get one free. Ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells. And the DynaVite supplement, and then the Lico Chops.
1: Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit.
2: Adding DynaVite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. Their skin is so much better now that they're on the raw diet. I don't even give them the kibble anymore.
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com.
3: You're listening to
0: House of Cards. Check out our website at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave shuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. Yeah, I, I hear all these deals, and it, and most of it, from my point of view, it looks like it's signage. You know, there were there, like I said, the Golden Knights, William Hill's uh, has their big board in in the middle of the stadium, and they had the in play bets, or I I don't know what they're paying for.
1: Well, that's that's interesting too, because. Um, The the league's best argument, what they should have done a year ago, was to say, well, you know, we put on uh, sporting events, and the only reason that these gambling operators can make money on this business is because of our events. And so shouldn't we benefit from uh, spending a lot of money to produce the events? That's a reasonable argument. Sounds good. Um, Now, the fact is that they do make a lot of money, uh from gambling because they can have those partnerships they can have that signage they, that that's where they make the money you're going to see i'm sure uh, uh low, the gambling logos on say nba jerseys first probably and then the leagues will follow so um i think the leagues have a good case to say that they should uh, benefit financially from the uh, fact that they put on sporting events that produce revenue for other businesses that's true but the way they're going to make it is not from integrity fee. It's going to be from those sponsorships and all uh, also some other partnerships. So the leagues deserve to make extra money based on more gambling on their games, and they will. So the whole thing's kind of solved, and that's why the integrity fee thing is a little bit muddled.
0: You know, from G2E, it seemed like the MLB was pushing the idea that casinos and the leagues and the sportsbooks should all work together to turn a profit. Now, now put aside the leagues uh, spent most of the decade trying to prevent Jersey from getting sports betting. Do you think the casinos or sportsbooks will be giving in to any of the leagues' requests about sharing in the profits? Uh,
1: I don't think so. I, I'm I'm kind of set on – Uh, You know, New York State has been slow, obviously, in this process. They're not going to do anything until next spring at the earliest. And uh, most of the leagues are based in New York City, and there's a lot of lobbying going on. And there was a push last year in a bill that would include an integrity fee. So I think the leagues have at least a fighting chance to get something um, in the New York bill. And if they do, as they say, other states, you know, not every state is paying close attention to this sort of thing. So, um, if New York passes it, it's possible somebody else can do it. But I think that's the last man. If they don't get it in New York, I think they're they're dead in the water on this. But, again, they're still going to make a lot of money on gambling. And, uh, you know, NFL uh, TV ratings are up just coincidentally uh, this year. I'm sure has nothing to do with uh, betting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the interesting things about the GTE 2 e is uh, they allow for questions from the audience. And you wrote about a question that I never thought about. Uh, someone asked – brought up the point that, you know what, sports books and casinos all have to be licensed in a state where they operate if they want to reap the profits of sports betting. However, the leagues are not licensed by the state to operate as, as a sports betting property, so they should not reap the profits of sports betting. How did the MLB respond to that argument?
1: Uh, yeah, that one kind of came out of the blue, and they, they kind of pooh pooed it, but it does seem like... That's a, a great point. A I never issue. thought of
0: it. That's a great yeah. point.
1: Yeah, basically... Um, uh, anybody who, yeah, as you say, shares in the profits of any uh, uh, gambling uh, related to uh, sports betting uh, has to be thoroughly vetted uh, by that state regulator, particularly Nevada and New Jersey. So uh, the CEO and some of the top, you know, people in the company are going to go through an extensive background check, and I'll go say every two years. Um, and there are operators who have left New Jersey or Nevada because they couldn't pass muster or they've had to let somebody go because they wouldn't pass muster. And so, um, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that anybody in these major sports uh, at the top are, you know, unsavory characters. It just means that they have to undergo something that a lot of people don't want to go through, even though they may be squeaky clean. It's, it's just an inconvenience and and a little frustrating. Um, and so MLB tried to dismiss it like, oh, we don't have to do that. But I don't see how they can make a piece of the profits from uh, sports betting and avoid the uh, extensive regulatory framework that is set up for anybody who does make profit on it.
0: Were there any points uh, from the conference that the MLB and the American Gaming Association agreed upon with regard to sports betting?
1: Well, you know, they're they're trying, especially uh, on the AGA side. Um, they both uh, uh, extensively oppose illegal sports betting and they would like to see particularly the federal government, uh, take a stronger position on trying to eradicate those. And, and so that's, that's something that, you know, they can, they can get behind. They agree on the integrity of the games and that's crucial. I mean, it's not just crucial for the leagues, which is more obvious, but, um, if you're offering a wager, uh, the sports better also has to be uh, convinced that the, the, uh, the bet is on the up and up. So they agree on that. So there's a lot they agree on. And, you know, if they can get out from under the integrity fee issue, I think that, you know, there can be a lot more productive discussion, uh, between the two.
0: You know, I, w- I was also surprised to read that a rep from the major league baseball said that professional baseball was the perfect sport for in play betting. What exactly did they say about that?
1: Uh, well, a couple of people said that, including, uh, uh, Joe Asher from uh, William Hill US, the uh, mm-hmm. British bookmaker that's based in the U.S. and has a uh, Monmouth Park and Ocean Resort and Atlantic City among others, and he was talking about the pace where you can say, you know, what is this player going to do on the next pitch, and certainly what the, what is the player going to do or a team going to do in the next half the inning? The the game is just slow enough mm-hmm. that um, somebody watching uh, with a tablet in front of them can pretty easily just check the instant options that they have and make a selection and they can do it constantly throughout the game. And the idea being that and it's probably going to be small bets, let's say, but somebody could make uh, dozens of bets during a major league baseball games, let's say $3 a piece. Right. And if they do 20 of them, they're probably going to win, you know, eight to 12 of them and lose eight to 12 of them and probably going to lose, you know, a buck or two or whatever. Um, but it's entertaining for that person. So um, the point was being made that to speed up Major League Baseball uh, is not necessarily advantageous to the product because um, the wagering aspect is going to be more and more important.
0: You know, one of the great things that happened during the week of G2E was the sports betting figures came out for September from New Jersey. Uh, according to the gaming, uh, Division of Gaming Enforcement, New Jersey took $184 million in bets during the month I know before the numbers that were released, uh, David Rebuck, who is head of the Division of Gaming Enforcement, said everyone would be stunned by the figures. I want your opinion. I mean, you've seen it all in the gambling world. Were you stunned by New Jersey's numbers last month?
1: Uh, I was stunned that the word stunned was used beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, the, basic, the basic rule of thumb was going to be, well, $95 million in in uh, August, which is a slow month. And with football coming, they've got to at least double. Sure, so sure. they basically just doubled, so um, there's nothing stunning about that. Mm-hmm. I will say that some of the um, uh, online uh, sports betting uh, uh, opportunities, including William Hill and Monmouth Park uh, were not cleared through the app store, you know which is where everybody kind of goes to get their their new apps uh, yeah. until the end of September, so that kind of knocked the number down a little bit. I think that I think October might stun some people if nobody says it 's going to be stunning because uh, <laughs> You have the Yankees played a couple of games in the early part of the month. Uh, in New Jersey, that doesn't hurt. And also, these apps are going to be now up and running for the full month. And you have the start of NBA, which is going to be, you know, Dennis Raisin from Monmouth Park has told me that he thinks the NBA will be the number two uh, revenue source for betting ahead of Major League Baseball, which did pretty well. Um, and then the even start of hockey, which is a little bit more. And, of course, football is in full gear. So... Uh, I think October's numbers are going to be significantly better. Maybe not another 93% increase, but at least a 50% increase, let's say. And I think that will uh, stun some people if they're not looking.
0: Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break.
2: And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com.
0: Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PennBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PennBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com. you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling and things happen fast. So, you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's penbets.com. That's P E N N B E T S.com. Stay ahead of the game with penbets.com. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old time Atlantic City slot machine. So, how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet? And check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. You hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong; the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at My Pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. At Casino.com, we're all about more chances to win, more fun, and more entertainment. Sign up at com with promo code RADIO15 and get $15 bonus money plus up to $100 real cash back. Enjoy your favorite slot and casino games including Cleopatra, Wheel of Fortune, Monopoly, Blackjack and many more. We've got more than 200 games to enjoy plus new rewarding promotions every week right here at TropicanaCasino.com. Us Jersey play. New patrons only. Terms for details.
2: Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free.
1: Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo sud shampoo.
2: Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free this week at Dynavite.com. Dynavite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Oh.
0: Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gameway Report for the week of October 22nd, 2018. Early last week, the head of the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement, David Reebuck, hinted that the monthly figures that were coming out for sports betting in the state would be stunning. He was right, since the Garden State Sportsbooks took in $184 million worth of wagers in the month of September. This nearly doubled the amount of bets taken just a month before in August when it was reported that $95 million worth of bets were taken. Last week at the Global Gaming Expo in Las Vegas, it was revealed that a major casino operator had begun using facial recognition technology on their property. It was revealed that casinos have been testing this new technology, but improvements were made to make it a viable security feature. Casinos feel that this could allow them to identify criminals or stop unauthorized people from entering areas of their properties. And finally, a postal worker has been jailed for allegedly stealing government property to support his gambling addiction. Ryan Cortez from Louisiana allegedly took over $600,000 worth of government property from his place of work. That property consisted of a large quantity of stamps, some of which he sold on eBay. I can't even imagine what over a half a million dollars worth of stamps even looks like. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom@houseofcardsradio.com and, and follow us on Twitter at HSC Radio.
2: You're
3: listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave shuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. Well, you mentioned the apps and the uh, online. I, I mean, help us understand these numbers that were thrown out. I mean, in New Jersey, you can go to a sports book or you can bet on a mobile device or on your computer using the apps. Are the Jersey numbers being fueled by the online bettors or are they being fueled by people g- physically going to the sports books?
1: Well, it it was expected eventually that online would take over the market, but it actually just took that, in effect, one month. Um, In September, uh, the majority of the bets were made online. Uh, It's interesting because if you go to, as as I do, to Meadowlands Racetrack or Monmouth Park or the Atlantic City Casinos, you're talking to people who, obviously, they want to be there socially to uh, sort of... uh, put their bed in and high-five somebody else to the same bed And, you know, it's a real social thing. And, and you, you feel like, well, that's what everybody does. But there's a large, large subset of people that don't want to have to go out and they, for convenience sake, just stay home and make the bet and then watch the game at home. Uh, or they go to the local sports bar, perhaps, uh, but they don't go too far. And so online is already dominating New Jersey, and it will in every single state. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if there are any states that hold off on on uh, doing this because the revenue is so large from mm-hmm. online that to resist it is probably uh, a foolish idea.
0: Well, sticking with online uh, sports betting, uh, who are the big winners in New Jersey with regard to the online apps?
1: Well, as it turns out, um, and this has been true since the summer when the applications are made, uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, the daily fantasy sports you know competition that has been always talking about well we're not we're not really gambling where we have entry fees, it's skill, it's not nothing to do with gambling. Um, they have been very adept at, at jumping in there. Uh FanDuel has the sports book at the Meadowlands racetrack but also has a, a solid uh, uh app going and DraftKings actually finished way ahead of uh of FanDuel in the in the numbers uh, for September. So, um, you know, the people that like to bet on sports or are avid sports fans, um, already know about DraftKings and FanDuel. They probably already have that app for daily Fantasy Sports. And, uh, particularly with DraftKings, you, you can very easily toggle between your, your, um, daily Fantasy Sports account and your, and your, uh, your sports book account. So, um, it's all in one place. It's very easy. And so I think that they not only dominate now, but I don't think the casinos or, other traditional uh, gambling companies are going to catch up to uh, DraftKings and FanDuel.
0: Well, the one thing about uh, DraftKings, I mean, are they far ahead of FanDuel because they were first in the market? Or because we get a lot of questions at the show about, you know, we want to know which one is better to be a part of. We're trying to find the differences. And uh, with DraftKings being so far ahead of FanDuel, what makes them a little more significant in the market?
1: Uh, yeah, first to market is unbelievably important. You know, I was, uh, listening to a Washington, D.C. hearing yesterday, they're talking about sports betting that they'll probably get next year. And one of the legislators who's in his 60s said, you know, I have Uber uh, app on my phone, but not Lyft. Why don't I have a Lyft uh, app instead? And he said it was just it came first. Uber uh, was fine. I got the app. It works for me. Um, don't do, use it that often. Uh, I don't see the need to open a second account. And, uh, this, it's actually true for me too. I, I had a DraftKings, uh, sports betting account in August, I guess, or whatever. Never. And, um, I haven't even bothered to put a FanDuel account in because I'm, I'm just a casual player. I'm not really a better. And so, uh, I don't need to, I don't feel the need to have multiple apps. Um, uh, I would say for your callers who, if they're avid sports bettors and or heavy end sports bettors, meaning they bet a significant amount of money, you definitely need to have all the apps you can because um, you can get a better line somewhere. You know, I mean, you're going to have uh, six and a half, you know, team favored by all over the place and then seven and one, one book. And if you want to take the team, you don't want to give the seven, you want to give the six and a half, you know, and if you bet often throughout the course of a season, occasionally you're going to win or tie because you found the better line. So, uh, the casual person yeah, can pretty much pick anyone, and they, they don't make many bets. They don't bet much money. It's fine. But if you're a serious player, you definitely need to be shopping the lines every single week.
0: Well, speaking of uh, FanDuel, New Jersey Sportsbook saw its first, I guess, speed bump or hiccup or whatever you want to call it, and that was the decision by FanDuel to pay an $82,000 bet that they originally denied as void. For people who aren't familiar with the uh the news story, John, what exactly happened with regard to FanDuel and the in-play bet that this uh, gentleman made?
1: Yeah, there was a late uh, late game uh late in the game of a Broncos Raiders game. There was a point at which one team clearly was going to lose the game. It was the Broncos. And then they <laughs> um, they had a big big uh, uh big play that put them in great position to win. And the the uh the in-play betting app didn't make the adjustment for about 18 seconds, so there was an opportunity. And 12 people did it: 11 online and one in person at the Meadowlands. Um, they basically got 75 to one odds against the Broncos winning when they were already in field goal range. So <laughs> it was pretty much free money, and they got it. And so the gentleman uh, in person uh, won eighty-two thousand. And it's a little murky. Do they have to pay? You know, the the sort of seismic shift that David Reebuck from the Jersey gaming enforcement made in Las Vegas, was to basically say that, you know, not only did did, uh, FanDuel wind up paying, but they would have to pay in the future. Uh, His uh, sort of dividing line now is, unlike Europe, if you put out a bad line, that's your fault. You know, if there's a conspiracy or there's a fix and and there are some, you know, insider trading type things, uh, he's not going to make the – an uh, operator pay, he's going to say, well, you guys are trying to cheat, and we're not going to cheat, so you don't get your money. But if you make a mistake, like this was a human error, uh, that they're going to have to pay. Um, it's interesting. It's it's good for uh, the consumer uh, to know that, you know, again, if, he, if he's being an honest broker, he's just looking at the line and saying, oh, that looks good for me, I make the bet and I win, that's nice, um, but the operators are probably not too happy about it.
0: You know it, that was so interesting because I was talking to lawyers who were talking about both sides. I mean, they were saying, "No, Fanduel doesn't have to pay," and then another guy, "Yeah, no, you have to pay." And ultimately, everyone thought that Fanduel just paid just as a PR. Plus, not 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 only did they, not only did they do that, but they I think they chose eighty two random people on their app and gave them each a thousand dollars. I I, I I remember that specifically because I checked my FanDuel app and I lost. But um, it, So is that a settled matter now? Is that now Department of Gaming Enforcement reg now, or is that just David Rebuck saying this is what's going to happen in the future?
1: Well, it, that is is complicated. Um, the problem for an operator is that if they choose, they probably could sue – uh, the video game enforcement to say I don't have to pay because I made a mistake. It's in my bylaws here, and you approve them, so I don't have to pay. But that runs into a lot of problems. One is you're ticking off the very people that you want to please. Yeah, um, you're basically suing your boss, which is uh, complicated. Uh, and also, uh, New Jersey courts and a lot of courts around the country, understandably, say basically that you know if if the the expert in the field it could be Department of Transportation or whatever or Environmental Protection, uh, if they say they can do something. They pretty much defer to them. They don't, the court doesn't want to say, well, you say you can do it and you're the expert, but we know better. We're the court. They don't like to do that. So the rulings tend to be A, we're not the experts, and B, if this is really a problem, the legislature can fix it, meaning it's true that the, you know, in Trenton, they could pass a law that, that clarifies this further. You know, either you definitely have to pay every time or you don't or whatever. So the courts kind of kick it back. So it would be tough for, a, for an operator to win that case. And if they don't win the case, they've ticked off their boss, they say. So I think that you're going to find that the operators will be more careful in making these bets, which is good. And, uh, I think if they do, oh, I think they're going to wind up paying out.
0: You know, the $82,000 uh, win was the big news story. But has there been other problems with regard to the sports betting industry in New Jersey that haven't been well publicized that you've heard of or that there are some issues still being worked out within the books or within the sports betting apps? Uh,
1: no, other than that App Store issue where uh, basically FanDuel and, and DraftKings got a pass because they already had approval for their Dallas Fantasy Sports side. So when they made an application, they just sailed right through. And the App Store, and this has been true of lending institutions too, banks and such, they're kind of confused about, is this really legal, we don't know. So that's a little bit of a hiccup, but um, that's pretty much all been resolved now, almost. And uh, it's gone generally pretty smoothly. Uh, It's the kind of thing when there is a blunder and it gets all the headlines because it's the only blunder. If there's a lot of blunders, then. nothing gets a headline, so it's been
0: pretty smooth overall. uh, John, before you said a lot of people were talking about uh, New Jersey and how they go about their sports betting business. I know you you came back from G2E. Um, I know you were tweeting about a hearing in Illinois about sports betting, and you mentioned about Washington, D.C. Are you getting the impression that people around the country, that they're going to be following New Jersey's model of sports betting, or are they developing their own methods when it comes to sports betting?
1: Uh, New Jersey gets referenced at every discussion. Clearly, um, they're kind of they and Nevada both are known as very uh, meticulous uh, arbiters of, of who gets to offer bets and who doesn't. So they, they trust those two states. So that's important. But like Washington D.C. is the only uh, uh, region so far that is now talking about going with sports betting. They don't have a casino or a racetrack, so they have to kind of come up with their own model. So that's a little bit different. Um, Illinois is trying an omnibus bill, basically like Pennsylvania had, where you not only offer sports betting, but maybe you expand something about horse racing or, or she or or, um, you know, they, they have other issues going on. So it's kind of complicated. But um, I think, yeah, ultimately, when possible, uh, states will kind of defer to what New Jersey does. And most importantly, with the online sports betting, Mississippi doesn't have at all. Uh, West Virginia is kind of slow on the take on it. Pennsylvania is not going to have it right away. But I think the numbers that New Jersey put up in September for online is clarifying for all states now that if we're going to offer this, we definitely want to offer this uh, online as well.
0: Hold that thought and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break.
3: Prison in Philadelphia becomes the number one haunted attraction in America. Terror Behind the Walls at Eastern State Penitentiary presented by Luke Oil with a new infirmary attraction for 2018. Are you brave enough to opt in for a more intense experience? You could be grabbed, sent into hidden passageways, and even separated from your group. Save $10 with coupons from any
0: Luke Oil location. TerrorBehindTheWalls.com At TropicanaCasino.com, we're all about more chances to win, more fun, and more entertainment. Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO15 and get $15 bonus money plus up to $100 real cash back. Enjoy your favorite slot and casino games, including Cleopatra, Wheel of Fortune, Monopoly, Blackjack, and many more. We've got more than 200 games to enjoy, plus new rewarding promotions every week. Right here at TropicanaCasino.com, plus 210 and local New Jersey play. New patrons only. Terms and conditions apply. See for details. Gambling problem? Call 800 GAMBLER. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards with a great new offer from our friends at MyPillow. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep and alleviate your sore neck and back and all the special deals you can get through our show. Now, for a limited time, when you buy one MyPillow Premium Pillow, you can get a second one for free. That's right, free, when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. Head on over to MyPillow.com and click on the Buy One, Get One Free link. You can choose the size of each pillow and choose the fill of each one. You get the same 60-day money-back guarantee, the same 10-year warranty, and all MyPillow pillows are made with their patented interlocking fill. That's the buy one, get one free offer from MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. Don't forget to use our promo code CARDS when checking out to take advantage of this great new offer from MyPillow. That's promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with my pillow.
3: You're listening to the
0: House of Cards.
3: Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid? What do you mean, stupid?
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. It's Dave Shuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. You know, it was interesting that I read an, uh, a news story that Las Vegas sportsbooks are now trying to become more like New Jersey in that they can offer their sports bettors. They, they can remotely uh, put money into their account or start an account. Is that what's happening in Las Vegas, that they're seeing what's going on in New Jersey and they're adjusting their businesses?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so. It's been a little archaic for Nevada to have this deal. I mean, it it didn't matter that much because almost everybody uh, who goes to Nevada either lives or uh, visits Las Vegas or, say, Reno, um, and there's pretty much nobody else. Uh, around the state and there are even re- a remote casino. So nobody in Nevada lives too far from a casino. So it didn't really matter that much if you had to show up in person. But of course in New Jersey, all the casinos are in one place in the Southern part of the state Atlantic city. So you could have people three hours away um, who are very casual possible players who are going to say, well, I'm not driving six hours round trip just to sign up. So that's why New Jersey didn't require that. And, uh, Based on that, yeah, I think Nevada is reacting to what New Jersey does. And I think all states are pretty much going to do the same.
0: You know, I, John, I got asked this question. I, I know if there's anyone influential in New Jersey in the sports betting world, you've probably talked to them on or off the record. And, look, I know things are going great and people are making lots of money. But have you heard any executive or anyone in the sports betting field express some concern over the too much of a good thing? You know, a couple of years ago it was realized, you know, too many casinos hurt Atlantic city. Has anyone said that too many sports books or too many sports betting apps could hurt the industry in New Jersey?
1: Uh, not yet. I mean, there, there could be up to 42, uh, online sports betting apps. There's probably, I heard that. That's uh, crazy. Or so now. <laughs>
0: that's absolutely nuts.
1: Yeah. That, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in fact, uh, you know, freehold still hasn't, uh, raceway still has a, doesn't even have it, uh, in person and they don't have any apps yet. Um, no, I, I think the marketplace will kind of tell that. I mean, you're going to see more. So let's say you're going to get to 20, right? In next year, perhaps. And that's, that might be it. You know, at that point, you know, the the potential 21st operator might say, yeah, wait a minute. I can't, I can't make money on this. You know, um, my, my, my company name isn't big enough or I don't have a direct, uh, obvious connection to a racetrack or casino, which is required, but it may not be obvious. So no, I, I think that their, their number is fine. It, it, it's, uh. It's high if it was going to go to the max, but it won't go to the maximum. I think the, the marketplace will, will settle this pretty well.
0: John, you mentioned Freehold. We've got lots of questions about when will we expect Freehold to open up. Have you heard anything about Freehold? Do you, do you know if they made any deals with anyone? Do you know if they made any deals with mobile apps? What's the latest with Freehold?
1: Uh, yeah, I just looked into that this week, actually. Um, they're negotiating still with potential partners, Um they're not in any grand hurry, um, which is interesting. Um, they're less than twenty miles from Mammoth Park, which doesn't help. Um, and they, are, and while they are west of Mammoth uh, Park, um, at first it was thought that uh, if Pennsylvania is going to drag its feet, and uh, Freehold might be able to draw some Eastern Pennsylvania people uh, their way. But now it's possible Pennsylvania may have sports betting up by. By next month, um, so so that potential market advantage is probably evaporating. So it it makes it a little less appealing. Um, you know the margins on sports betting are not that great, really. So uh, if you're not going to get the kind of volume that uh, Meadowlands Racetrack and Miles Park get, um, you have to think about it. So I think Freehold will go forward with it, but I'm not sure they're in any hurry.
0: You know, we've seen uh, news stories about. Some property in Cherry Hill that was, I guess, grandfathered in for uh, gambling purposes. What's the latest with that? I mean, do they even have a shot at getting a sports book or anything re- regarding gambling in Cherry Hill?
1: Well, there, there's a complicated lawsuit of, of, you know, the law sort of says you can have a sports book at that site. But again, the original idea, and this is going back from State Senator Ray Lesniak's idea, was that um, Cherry Hill is close enough to Philadelphia that. They were going to siphon off a lot of money from Pennsylvania into New Jersey. They'd all bet up the sports book in Cherry Hill. Well, Pennsylvania's going to have the sports betting anyway. It doesn't really give you much of an advantage. Uh, so between that and the fact that there's a lawsuit over exactly where the uh, sports book could be located, um, there's two different property owners on the site that are dueling. Uh, I wouldn't uh, have anybody get their hopes up there.
0: John, I know everyone can read your articles at, on usbets.com and ngonlinegambling.com. Uh, can you give out your Twitter address? Because you're a great follow on Twitter, because I, I was following you the entire day about the Illinois uh, hearings.
1: Uh, sure. It's at Bergen Brennan, B-E-R-G-E-N-B-R-E-N-N-A-N.
0: Not only that, you have a great uh, podcast with Eric Raskin, Gamble On. Where can people hear that?
1: Uh Pretty much, you know, iTunes, uh, iCloud, wherever, wherever people get podcasts, they can find <laughs> to gamble on.
0: <laughs> Sounds great, John Brennan from USBets.com and NJOnlineGambling.com. Thanks for coming on.
1: Right, thank you.
0: Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for this week's House of Cards. Keep going to our website, HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Keep checking in with Twitter at HOC Radio and tune in next week. Bye.